your daily episode-by-episode podcast where we discuss the television show Supernatural. I am one of your hosts, Dan, and with me, as always, is his wife, Penny. I don't know, like, somehow I didn't breathe properly going into that, and I was, like, out of breath halfway through. And he went through it really fast, too. Yeah, it's getting so ridiculous. I don't know to say that exact same thing every time. I don't know if I'm supposed to make it fun or lively or... What, do you have to say it the exact same thing every time? I mean, people by now know, hopefully, what this is all about. Yeah, so. uh, it's, I, I think so. You know, every podcast listening might be their first time. This is correct, I suppose. You, you've always got to start the story over. That was a Stan Lee thing, I think. Ah, I see. It's like, you got to keep explaining superheroes. <laughs> might be their first comic book. <laughs> all right. So... Um, we just got done with Memorial Day weekend. Yes, today is Tuesday, June 1st, 2021, so Memorial Day weekend. Everyone had fun but me, but that's my own fault, so. Yeah, it, I feel like I was at summer camp for two weeks and <laughs> <laughs> coming home. Wow, I have never walked so much or stood around so much in my life. <coughs> Pretty much four straight days. Walking and standing, chatting. It was it was lovely. It is too bad you couldn't uh, be able to get out, but. Oh well. Hopefully next summer I'll be able to be out there with everyone else. Yeah. And uh, everyone is looking forward to that. Oh, that that is a common theme too. Is everyone I run into says, "Make sure you tell Penny I said hi." Make sure you tell Penny I said hi. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well. I mean, I, I can do that for a couple of weeks, but she might just think I'm starting to bullshit her now. <laughs> if every time I walk in the door and I just start listing off all the names that told me to tell you to say hi. Do you want that? No. Okay. You, I mean, you can say everyone says hi. I'll be like, oh, okay. I think I know who everyone is. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just a couple of different audiences down there. It's pretty pretty small group of friends uh, that would be doing that, but... Uh, other than that, I, I, I just, I think that's about it. Do you have anything new to report? No, I really don't, because nothing much happens to me up here in my castle. <laughs> Your puppy castle. My puppy castle. I, for some reason, I just had a flash in my mind, that TV show, The Man in the High Castle, which has nothing to do with, you know, being stuck at home, but just what I meant to mention the word castle. Just the word castle triggered you? Yes, it did. Wasn't that about, like, the Nazis rewrote history or something? It wasn't. It was uh, set in the 1960s, so it was essentially the Allies lost the war, so the Germans... T- had like the eastern two-third of the United States. The Rocky Mountains area was kind of a no-man's land, and in the western U.S., the Japanese ruled. So Yeah, it was some sort of parallel universe thing, though, because weren't people then jumping back and forth between the two versions? Yes, they were. Uh, who's got time to keep up with that? Me, I did. I watched it from beginning to end. I don't like how it ended, but the story in the beginning and middle was good. See, I'd probably get into a lot more of those shows, the bingeable shows that are out there. But, you know, we start watching it together, and then you watch the next three episodes, and then by the time I get back around to it again, it's totally moved down the road, you know. It's too far, I'm, I'm too far removed from the last that I knew it was going on, and I know you get super annoyed when I ask, oh, what is this, what is this? And you're just like, go watch it yourself. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, you could always go back and watch it on your own. Of and course, I could. Catch up with me. It's it's easier though, just for you to tell me the story when it's all done. Right, right. <laughs> like that one time, I bought you a book about Area Fifty One because I heard it had really good, great recommendations uh, from someone. That was a really interesting book, but it was like super thick. So one time when you're in the hospital, yeah, I brought you that book. I'm like, can you read this and give me the gist of what this guy's conclusions are? Yes, I think that was when it, it was a long time ago. It was almost 10 years ago. It was 10 years ago when I uh, broke my wrist because that happened Memorial Day weekend of 2011. Yeah, but so. I just totally pawned off that huge book on you. <laughs> I was like, can you just read this and give me the And it was it was a good book. Yeah, wasn't there a thing that like... Those supposed recovered aliens at Area 51, what they really were is remote-controlled airplanes with something in it. I don't remember the remote control thing, but the the alleged creatures that were in it were actually um, children, allegedly, that the Russians experimented on and made them look all weird and everything. So they're supposed to be human children that actually were made to look that way, whether it was through some sort of um, oh, experimentation or some sort of plastic surgery back <coughs> in the day, but that was the gist of it. Yeah, well, that's horrific. Let's talk about something really lively and upbeat. This episode... That is Supernatural. Of Supernatural. <laughs> so, season six, uh, episode 16, and then there were none. Uh, the recap shows Rufus... It shows Samuel grilling the monsters for uh, info, and then that whole when they set up the uh, the boys to be bait. So it shows Dean threatening to kill Samuel next time he sees him, and then all, the mother of all um, is also in there. And I, I was thinking about that. Before we started watching, I'm like, are we ever going to get back to that mother of all lady that we just saw climb out of a pit? Because we had a totally disconnected episode yesterday. So... I'm glad. That well, yesterday's episode was disconnected from... Well, everything. I shouldn't say it was disconnected from everything because it did have to do with uh, Raphael and Cass and the war in heaven, so... It, well, it was a fun way for them to make a one-off episode. It really was, yes. I mean, that was... I felt like that that was fan service. I think that's one of the episodes that like fans would love to see. Oh, definitely, definitely. So that's why it's that's my, why it's there. That's, and that's why it's my absolute favorite episode. Yeah, it's good. Um... The wee uh, episode starts. There's a guy at a truck stop filling up his uh, semi with fuel. Young girl walks up, um, says her name's Eve, asks for a ride, hops in the car, starts to make out with the dude. And then uh, the guy's like, hey, you know, back off. So, and then uh, gives her uh, like a brochure about how awesome Jesus is. <laughs> uh, she, though, like pushes back on him in his uh, Jesus thing. She really doesn't want to hear it. She's like, actually, you don't know anything. Your apocalypse already came and went. And you didn't even know it happened, so you don't you don't need to give me any uh, any religious info. I got it down. <laughs> and she also also talked about you know God has abandoned all his children, and how she's a mother and she would never abandon her children, and how God is a terrible parent and all that good stuff. Yeah. So the guy just looks at her like he she's now crazy, uh, but she's like, I'll tell you a secret. And so she leans over, goes to whisper in his ear, and it looks like he's she was biting his ear off. That's what I wrote. I wrote that he she bites him on the side of the head, but really she didn't. No, uh, because right from there we don't get the stinger graphic um, like we I would expect. What we see though is that dude 
uh, over top of, I'm assuming, his wife's bed with a huge hammer because she wakes up like, oh, hi, and then sees that he's got a huge hammer. She screams. The hammer comes down. Blood splatter. Then we have the stinger graphic. Then the, yeah, then the graphic. Uh, but yeah, there was no like ear damage. So it's like, hey, wait, what? That was my thought too, because when I put down, and I've seen this episode before, I just didn't remember it. When I put down, then she bites him on the side of the head. But you're right, when um, he shows up at his house and kills his wife, obviously she didn't because there's no blood on him. His ear is perfectly fine. Yeah. Uh, so we come back and we see Sam and Dean are at Bobby's. Uh, they're talking, they got a big map out. They're talking over a whole bunch of mo monster sightings that are all leading right down the highway. And leads them all to the guy that just smashed the wife head in with a hammer. <laughs> so they're like, uh, there's a lot of weird stuff and it leads up to this weird murder. So let's go check it out. See then the three of them are interviewing the guy. Uh, like they're feds or cops or something like that. Um, but they're like inside the police detention center. Like doing the questioning. Looked like they were in an interrogation room. Yeah. Um, this guy, though, unfortunately, he has no idea about what happened. Clueless. They go, they review the tape, and now they're just, like, working there. They have a desk, like a field desk, just at the cop shop, which I thought the cops were pretty cool to set them up with office supplies. Yeah, I don't know how that works, because if that were... If the feds were really to come in and say, we're interested in this case, we need to interview this person... Would the police say, oh, by the way, here's a desk you can use? I don't know how that works. Yeah. So that's what I'm assuming happened. I don't know. It seems like the local police, according to this show, the local police and the feds are totally tight and happy with each other. In real life, I don't think that's how it happens. I think there's a lot of animosity between departments. There is, because there's this whole territory, you know, this happened in our, yep. our on our watch, and I don't want to hand it over to the feds because we'll solve it, and blah, 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 blah. As a matter of fact, I can't remember which serial killer it was would have probably been caught a lot sooner had the different agencies worked better together. I think it was, uh, oh, shoot. Hey, I mean. Ramirez, uh, the Night Stalker. Yeah, you and I have seen this in real life up close. We've seen uh, a crime basically unsolvable because the two different police departments didn't want to work together on it. It just wasn't a big enough deal. Mm -hmm. Our laptop robbery. Yes. Yeah, the local guy out where we lived. He he we he knows exactly who stole him. Tells the cops, they agree, and they're like, yeah, probably. But there was just it was only two laptops. It was really just too big of a hassle for them to work with each other on a case. Mm -hmm. Disgusting. Yes, it it really was. All right, enough of uh, talking about our problems. <laughs> <coughs> um. So yeah, then they sit down at their uh, little desks they've been given. They start reviewing the video footage. And you can see then that that girl has some sort of super creepy monster face on her when she looks at the camera. Yeah, they were viewing the footage and they found the truck driver fueling his, his truck, like he said, and see this woman walk up to him. So, yes, when she does turn around and looks at the camera, it almost looked to me like a ghoul or a wraith. Yeah. But um, they said it was something they'd never seen before. So it's like, <laughs> okay, you guys are the pros, not me. I'm just, yeah, yeah. I'm I just watching from my chair here. Yeah, I agreed. I'm like, isn't that a ghoul? Like, I don't know how there's a question, but. No, it, something looked enough different with her that nobody else, everyone else is like, Jesus, what the hell is that thing? <laughs> um, and then all of a sudden, all, a bunch of cops are splitting. There's some excitement. 
they were like, hey, what's happening? And uh, reports that someone went postal down at the old cannery. And Bobby's like, hey, I'll tag along. So he gets a free ride, I guess, from the cops down to the cannery to address a uh, mass shooting. I'm assuming so because I'm assuming, of course, I know you shouldn't assume, that <coughs> Bobby, Sam, and Dean all arrived in the Impala. They yeah. didn't really show, they didn't show a baby was it in this episode at all. So you're right at that. No, he, he hitched a ride with the cops. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Bobby shows up um, pretending to be a federal agent. And one of the cops is like, wow, it's Fed Day here at the old cannery. Because <laughs> then Rufus comes out playing uh, an agent as well. Um, so a little hello, small talk. And then they uh, peel off from the rest of the cops to talk about... Um, Basically, why are you here? Why are you here? And they're both here for the same thing. They followed the trail of monsters all the way to this lady that died last night. And Rufus is already, like, in town working it. Uh, then Rufus is like, hey, you want to partner up on this? And uh, then talk, yeah, you know, let's go and uh, let's go interview the, vic- the, the shooter. And they're like, well, you can't. He's dead. And that's kind just, of the end of right, that before they get to the morgue. I mean, <laughs> I was trying to, you're right, because Bobby said, well, let's let's talk to the, I can't remember how many people died, but yeah, let's talk to the shooter. And, and Rip said, well, you can't because the cops put eight bullets in him. So good luck with that one. He's ventilated. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then at that point, too, there's just a little bit of Rufus, Bobby kind of chumming along because like Bobby asks if he can drive and Rufus is like, oh, hell no. But. It would have been Rufus's car that they're leaving in. I thought that was weird of Bobby to say. Do you ever ask to drive someone else's car unless, like, I don't know, they've been drinking? I mean, no, I would that's never. Such an odd thing. I, I hate driving unfamiliar cars because you don't know where anything is. You get used to your car where all your controls are and everything. And when you get in someone else's car that you've never driven before, I hate it. Yeah, it's just not comfortable. It's like wearing someone else's shoes. It'll get you there, but you're not going to feel good about it. <laughs> right. <clears throat> Rufus and Bobby are at the morgue, and Bobby finds that there's some black goo in his ear, and neither one of them know what it is. They think it's ectoplasm at first, but that gets ruled out because it's black and not green, I guess. I don't know. Well, no, ecto and supernatural is black, but... Uh, for some reason, I don't think maybe it had the right texture or smell to be ectoplasm. Hmm. But they both decided that, you know, that's not ecto. Yet again, these are professional eyeballs on the scene <laughs> making the call on what they're not, what they are not seeing. And they are clearly telling the audience, this is not the same prop as you saw before. This is something new. <laughs> um, but, but Bobby figures out, oh. We, we at least now we've got a common theme here. They both worked at the cannery. So at night, then now this is all during the day that all this happened. But they pull up at night. Uh, Sam and Dean are already pulling into the cannery. I guess they're done at the cop shop. I don't know what they were doing for the last twelve hours, but no, neither do I. But you're right. The Sam and Dean looks like they were already there. Oh, I guess Baby was on kind of this one shot because they were pulling stuff out of the trunk. Yeah. When uh, Bobby yeah, and Rufus in. pulled up. Yeah, it looks like they. Bobby and Rufus just pulled in right behind right after, like moments before they arrived. Amazing timing. Uh, They all say hi and go inside. Uh, The four of them are walking around looking. uh, They find Gwen and old Samuel. Yes, Gwen is Gwen Campbell, who is Sam and Dean's cousin. 
through their mother because mother's maiden name is Campbell. Yeah, so, and then uh, Grandpa Samuel there. Uh, Dean, like, sees, spots him, and he's like, oh, today's the day. He pulls out his gun, goes rushing into the room where Samuel's at, and he's like, here, it's next time now, motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, Sam, though, is able to break it up and uh, get everything cooled off. Uh, there's a lot of people holding guns at each other through pretty much this whole episode. So instead of me just always saying people are pulling guns on each other, if there's any gunplay, pretty much everyone has a gun in the air. It's pointed at someone. Yeah, that's very true. Everyone's got guns everywhere in this episode. This, yeah, this is... Well, we'll get to my thoughts about it when we're done. Um, Sam then so walks Bobby out, calms him down. Sam comes back in. Dean walks Dean out now, Walks Bobby. Dean out, yeah. Sam walks Dean out. Um, then Samuel and, uh, Sam exchange some highs. Uh, basically though, the tone of the room is nobody is happy with Samuel at the moment and they all kind of wish he wasn't there or dead or something else besides here. Um, Samuel figures out though, like in their little high and their little conversation that, uh, Sam has no memory of what he did when he didn't have a soul. And like Sam told, cause even Samuel's like, Oh, you look like a new guy, new boy. You're, you're looking healthy. He's like, yeah, I got my soul back. No, thanks to you. <laughs> and then he's like, then he figured out that, Oh, he doesn't have any memory. Mm -hmm. And as creepy as Samuel is, it's like, Oh, well, he's just going to use that against him somehow now. God, he's such a bastard. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Samuel. That's for sure. I, I do not like that character. I do not like him, Sam. I am. <laughs> yeah, he's awful. Uh, Bobby and Samuel then start talking, uh, and then it gets out that Samuel actually tried to kill um, Sam and Dean with one of his stunts to grab a monster. Gwen is not happy to hear this, and she goes off after uh, Dean to confirm the story. Well, goes and uh, gets. She shows up, Dean. They talk for just a brief second. Then Dean pulls out a gun and shoots her dead right in the chest. Yeah. Well, and before that all happened, though, they're, they're all Rufus is talking. Samuel, Bobby, Sam talking. Um, apparently, they are all hunting. They're all there hunting Eve. He tells them he apparently Samuel apparently knows more about Eve than the rest of them do, because he tells them a little bit about her. And that's when Gwen overhears yes that uh, Samuel did try to get. Dean and Sam killed when he kind of left him with Crowley and Crowley is whatever creatures that were there that tried to kill her. So yeah, he went up like, well, I'm going to find out the story. Goes and talks to Dean and he confirms that, yeah, Samuel did that. Samuel's a jerk. And then he pulled out a gun and shot her right through the chest. Yes, he did. That was not cool. <laughs> so everyone runs, runs out of their room and to find Dean. Dean is gone. Uh, Sam, he wanders off, starts looking for Dean uh, that lady, they try to, like, pump her chest, but, I mean, the bullet went straight through her chest. I don't know how that was going to help. You never know. It could help. <laughs> but, yeah, they were trying uh, some CPR on <coughs> Rufus and Bobby. Or Sam would just kind of stand there looking like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they Then everyone gathers up, takes off looking after Dean. And Sam threatens Samuel and basically, like, I better find my brother alive or I'm going to come back and kill you. <laughs> So it is just endless threats of killing each other in this episode. <laughs> well, endless threats of killing Samuel anyway. Yeah, he's uh, definitely the No one else has been hunter. threatened. You know, Samuel gets threatened a lot in this episode. But he deserves it, so 
Yeah, then we go. So we spot then Rufus and Samuel. They're hiding uh, the body. They just like stick her in a cooler. And uh, at this point, then they are. I must have. I missed something in my notes because uh, who is it that comes upon Dean? Someone finds Dean. Samuel and Rufus, right? It, it was Rufus, yes, because uh, Sam was with Bobby, and he called Dean's phone, and then we heard it ring, and then Rufus turns around, and there was Dean. Yep. And at this point now, a huge Mexican standoff starts. Guns in the air, everyone pointing at everyone. Uh, Dean reports that, you know, thank God you guys just showed up. I He had a huge black worm crawl out of my ear. Um. Then they kind of all put together like, oh, shit, there's this earworm, this con worm running around, climbing into heads, making people do horrible, violent things. And then it crawls out and they have no memory. Because he did not remember killing Gwen when they told him, well, you killed Gwen. He has no memory of that whatsoever. Yeah. Already an intense situation being that he, you know, he, he tried to kill Samuel and now he actually did kill someone. So, yeah, everyone's on edge. Bobby, though, is the thinker of the group. And he comes up with an ingenious plan. Um, let's get everyone's guns all bagged up and uh, put in a locker so that nobody else gets hurt. There's too much gunplay happening. Too much gunplay, and with that worm coming out of Dean, they have no idea where what, where it is now, who it could possibly be in, so they do not want to take any chances whatsoever with getting shot. And I think they find goo in Dean's ear, right? Yes. Yeah. So that's how it confirmed his story was like, oh, shit, we found black goo on that other ear. And now we found the same on his ear. So they put it all together pretty quick. It's not a very hard story to follow either. No, it's not. Well, everyone then goes back into an office and starts making plans. Uh, Bobby and Rufus decide to start making some phone calls to find out what the hell this thing is and what they need to do. Samuel gets up and goes out to the bathroom. Uh, Sam and Dean look like they're going to keep an eye on him, and they follow oh, follow along very closely. Um, there's no phone, and like nobody that they called had any information. So Bobby's now thinking. Now Bobby's got a complete change of plan. You know, we've been working this thing for about one hour. Let's totally let's uh, go grab all the guns, and we'll go in guns a blazing and try to stop it. That's when Rufus reminds him of how horrible some of his dumb plans are from some, something that happened in Omaha. At that point, Bobby is very upset that Rufus even brought it up. Right, because we have, sorry, I was just like looking at my nose. We have no idea what allegedly happened in Omaha, who got killed, if anyone got killed, what happened, but apparently it's it, a sounds, touchy subject. it sounds like yeah, Bobby had this idea, let's go in guns ablazing and things didn't turn out too well. Sam and Dean, uh, they corner Samuel, and they tell him uh, what a bad person he is. Samuel then pulls out a gun and tries to shoot him, but that didn't work. They were stopped. Rufus and Bobby, uh, they heard his, you know, because just Samuel had another pistol, like, hidden on him. So he pulls it out, tries to come, doesn't work, gets it knocked out of his hand, it goes off. Rufus and Bobby... They go get the guns unlocked and they come running out because they're like, oh, there's still guns. Well, I'm getting my gun. <laughs> there's not enough guns. <laughs> well, Rufus even made the comment about, well, obviously the person who has a monsterism isn't monster in him. 
isn't going to give up all their guns, and that's exactly what happened. Samuel gave up a gun, but didn't mention that he had another one on him. Yeah, of course he did. He's a scumbag. Uh, so they all go off looking, uh, looking after it, the conworm, try to track it down in this cannery plant. Uh, Dean nearly trips over a booby trap. Uh, Sam gets uh, cut off from the group. I don't know, like somehow a door closed between them and all of a sudden now Sam was not with the group anymore looking for Samuel. I'm not really sure how that happened either because they did all decide to stick together because they knew that at this point this thing was in Samuel and they thought if it were to leave Samuel, they all wanted to stick together to make sure it didn't get into any one of them. So yeah, they're walking along. Sam does see the booby trap, stops Dean from tripping it. Um, and once they all step over that trap, it's like Sam was in the lead. Somehow a door closes behind him, and all of a sudden, yeah, he's all cut off from the rest of them. Yeah, it was very odd. It was just like, what big sliding doors just randomly close in this factory? I know. That you can't get open again. I know. That was really strange. <clears throat> so, yeah, Sam then says, I'll walk around. I'll be right with you guys. Well, luckily, he did get cut off because he finds Samuel. And at this point, Samuel is just flat out acting nuts. Uh, Samuel then offers to tell Sam about his summer, and then that's when Sam shoots Samuel dead. He does, because, well, Sam kept warning him, stay back, don't move, and Samuel kept approaching him. So, in some of the way he was acting, although we do not like this character, Samuel, he was acting even more of an ass. He was all hot and sweaty. and Exactly. So, Sam, I think, put two and two together and thinks, oh, that worm is still in him. So, yeah, shoots him right in the head, right between the eyes. Maybe not right between the eyes, but right in the forehead. Yep. Everyone comes running again, you know, and there's a gunshot. You run towards it. Bobby tells Sam to drop the gun. Rufus then uh, puts zip ties on him, and then they ask if anything came out of his ear, and it didn't. They also didn't find any black goo in his ear either. So Rufus and Bobby, uh, they're like, well, let's we got to check inside the head. And like, Bobby, do you have a cranial saw? And Bobby's like, well, of course I do. It's out in the car. <laughs> like, so it must have been. So Bobby must have had his car because it's, yeah, it's out in my car. So obviously, Bobby, Sam, and Dean drove separately. Yeah. So, great. yeah, now that we think about that scene. Well, I don't know. Maybe that's what they were doing all afternoon was buying new cars or something. <laughs> um, so Rufus and Bobby, they head out to go get the the saw, leaving Sam and Dean to watch over each other and watch over Samuel's dead body to make sure nothing comes out. Uh, Sam asks Dean, uh, like, hey, you know, it's just the two of us. Can you take these zip ties off? And Dean's like, nah, let's get this all sorted out first. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just safer to have less people with, you know, with the ability to kill someone else. <laughs> right. Sam and Dean talk about how little uh, he remembers of Samuel, even in the first place. He just really didn't know, remember much, and what he's heard is he was a total asshole. So it seems like Sam really doesn't care too much that he killed him. No, he says he barely remembers Samuel, but he says what he does remember isn't good. So obviously, even though that one episode, Unforgiven, where Samuel was being the dick and killing everyone, I mean, Sam, Sam was being the dick and killing everyone, Samuel looked like he was upset about that. It seems like maybe that was... Not unusual for Samuel to be the one killing and shooting and not really caring. We don't know. We don't know what happened. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, well, Samuel probably knew something was up with Sam, and he could use him as a Terminator to go 
handle anything. Exactly. That's that's what's happened there, I believe. Um, well, Bobby uh, opens up um, and admits that uh, Omaha was his fault and that he should have listened to Rufus back in the day. What you're forgetting at this point is Rufus and Bobby got the lights working. Because they also went, went out to get this tool from Bobby's car, but also wanted to try to get the lights working. They got the lights working. They come back in with this cranial saw. Um, they asked Sam and Dean to leave because, you know, after all, this is your grandfather. So Sam and Dean go out, stand outside the room. That's when Bobby starts talking about what happened in Omaha. Yeah, yeah. I, I missed that part where the two groups of two swapped places pretty much into the room and out of the room. Um. Rufus then he stops him and he's like, "Just stop talking. We've had this conversation. Never mind. No, no matter how much you apologize, no matter how much we go over all of this, Rufus says he will simply never ever forgive Bobby for what happened. Basically, like we can be friends, but that's not a thing where we should even talk. Because <laughs> it sounds like someone did die. Because Bobby said, "You're right. It's my fault. She's dead." We don't know who she is. Possibly someone that Rufus I'm was romantically. I'm assuming wife. Yeah. I don't know if they ever mentioned. It was obviously someone that Rufus had feelings for. Oh yeah, yeah, so. yeah. That's why Rufus said, "I am uh, never going to forgive you for that." So just shut up. Rufus uh, has a saw and uh, picks on picks on Bobby a little bit because it's old. The cord's frayed. It's in rough shape. Rufus starts cutting, and Samuel wakes up. Stands up, superhuman strength, and the kung fu fighting begins. <laughs> I also put KFF and Sue, so that means kung fu fighting and Sue's. But Samuel, Rufus, and Bobby uh, are just at, in that room, just throwing each other around. I in mostly. that room, because what, the first thing that Samuel did after he kind of knocked Bobby and Rufus out was like put this tube, convenient two by four, by the way, through the door handle so that Sam and Dean couldn't get in. Mm hmm. Eventually, uh, though, he uh, gets electrocuted, accidentally electrocuted on the very frayed cord of the head saw. <laughs> like, wow, man, just pure luck. Good thing. Uh, at that point, then, a big gross worm comes plopping out of his ear like a big turd. And at that point, Sam and Dean are uh, able to break in and help. They get everyone up. And then they wonder, uh, where did it go? Uh, Bobby, though, yet again, the thinker of the group is like, hey, at least now we know it hurts it. Electricity. Mm -hmm. So Sam gets uh, grabs the uh, broken frayed wire, uh, removes some more shielding on it. And the plan is let's just start shocking each other and see who's got the worm in them. So... Dean shocks uh, first, no, Sam then shocks Dean and then himself to prove that they don't have it. Dean ha grabs a cord and shocks Rufus. Rufus then goes to shock Bobby, and Bobby is pretty hesitant, doesn't want to. They insist, and Bobby has is hiding a knife behind his back the entire time, and it was totally obvious. It's just a big dude standing there with both arms behind his back. I'm like, well, he's got a knife for a weapon. Mm -hmm. Stop why are you guys getting closer. You're already <laughs> suspicious. You big dummy. Uh yeah, so Bobby uh has the knife, swings down, stabs Rufus right in the chest. Then he goes after Sam and Dean and they knock him out. They're able to get the better of him. I guess maybe because they're younger and faster. Yeah. Sam and Dean tie up Bobby. Bobby wakes up 
And now his voice has changed. It's all gravelly and creepy. And yeah, it says, uh, says that Eve is the mother of all monsters. And in fact, they even she made, she's the person that made the earworm monster that they're currently dealing with. And oh yeah, she's all these other monsters. Like the whole thing was just a total setup so that Eve could send the boys a message. And the message is basically we're going to cover the whole world in monsters. There's going to be more monsters than people, and we're going to eat you like cattle. <laughs> you are going to be our silent green. <laughs> yep. Yep. And also said Eve's pissed off at them for some reason and promising pain. Like, oh, what would they do to piss her off? Yeah, it seems like everyone's pissed off at the Winchesters. They're so I don't think they're really too like, uh, whatever. Um, the boys then, they duct tape his mouth and ears shut. And just start shocking the hell out of him. Like, everyone else got, like, long five-second shocks. They just held it, like, right under the back of his neck. And until eventually uh, they figure the worm's dead, and then they unduct tape him. Dead worm falls out of his ear. Mm-hmm. Bobby isn't breathing, though. Oh, no. Commercial. Poor Bobby. Come back from commercial. The boys are standing over a grave, a fresh grave in a cemetery. Bobby walks up, <laughs> so this is uh, Rufus's plot. Yes. But it was like, well, okay, when we left, we didn't even see Bobby breathing. Now he's just there and fine. What what happened? They don't really say, and the fact is that, you know, at that point, too, you know that Rufus got stabbed, but you don't know that he died. You know that Bobby wasn't breathing, so you assume that he did die. So, yes, when you see Sam and Dean standing over this fresh grave, it's like, oh, no, they had to bury Bobby. No, they buried Rufus. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Bobby goes on about, uh, meeting him, how him and Rufus became, you know, friends. First, he was like the point of their job or something. That's how Bobby got involved is that they were there to help him with a monster. Well, that's when Bobby was saying, oh, he had, his wife was possessed by a demon and he had stabbed her and that didn't do anything. So they said, then Rufus comes busting into his house and does a whole holy water thing and exercises the demon back to hell. And so that's how they got to know each other. He says... Rufus helped cleaned everything up, and we started working together for a couple of years, and that's kind of how they became friends. Yep, and he admits that Omaha was his own fault. Uh, Dean then says he believes everyone deserves a clean slate. Uh, Sam includes himself in this conversation. He's like, I did some pretty bad things. It's like, dude, shut up. <laughs> pretty much that they should owe no one apologies for whatever happens in the line of duty. Yeah. Uh, Bobby then pulls out a huge bottle of Johnny Walker Blue Label, pours a couple of shots onto the ground, and it starts to rain. The end. <laughs> well, he does pour a drink, but then Sam and Dean walk away and leaves kind of Bobby there. And I can't remember if Bobby says anything, but then um, Bobby does take a drink. And I put him and looks very sad about losing his friend. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Sad Bobby. All right. So one of the things that we used to do all the time, and uh, we've gotten away from it lately, but we found uh, some curious results, is our death count for this episode. We did find. There is a lot. There is a lot, but there is o- there are only five that are listed. And the five that are listed are the truck driver's wife. Um, where is it? Uh, Gwen Campbell, Samuel Campbell, Rufus Turner, and the Conworm. <laughs> and so we're like, well, they didn't count 
the people that were killed at the cannery and the gunman who the police killed at the cannery. So we don't know. There should have been a lot more. Yeah. So we're thinking, well, maybe this only the on-screen deaths are what's being counted. Yeah. Um, it must be. Or someone just sucks at putting that info in. I, we we got to figure out how to edit that to make corrections. <laughs> Because uh, yeah, we need a more we need a more in depth list of all the bodies piling up, with Travis in the basement. <laughs> yeah, we figure they're just somewhere with Travis in the basement that no one gives a crap about. <laughs> oh man, That's, there's got to be a funny shirt in there too, you know, like. If not, we should make one. Yeah, for just, sure. Just some sort of memorial to the uh, thousands of <laughs> unnamed people that die in this show. <laughs> All of the extras that we don't know or barely hear about, just the randos. All the red shirts. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay, uh, anything else on this episode? I I did not care for it. It was not one of my favorite episodes either. A bunch uh, of people standing around with guns in each other's faces is not a comfortable thing to watch, and I do not like it. No, only thing about this episode, obviously it's the last time we're going to see Gwen, the last time we're going to see Samuel, and the last time we're going to see Rufus. And That's it, about it. And it was such a cheap episode, too. There was uh, pretty much one set for the whole thing, and that was a cannery factor, factory that had no lights and had to look creepy until they needed some electricity, and it was instantly fit. Like, there's just no, there's just, I don't know, just nothing juicy to hang on to in the show. It was just, I could just tell it was a cheap, quick, easy episode to make. You're right. It, it only advanced, you know, you saw Eve for a little bit, and the... The worm talking through Bobby about how she plans on populating the world with her monsters and eating humans and things like that. But other than that, it doesn't really it advance was a, the story. Yeah, it was a whole episode that could have just been told in like five minutes on a regular episode mm, to get us up to speed. Possibly. I'm we not had so to sit sure through a that. whole episode to hear the plot or the uh, plan, Eve's plan. That's true. And we learn, okay, we learn that she can just make monsters out of thin air, new ones that people have never seen before. So that's mildly interesting, but I don't know. She sounds like she's going to be hard to deal with. It was, it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. It's okay. I, I'm, I'm going to reserve, you know, my finest quill and paper for my angry litter to Kripke today. Um, but, you know, I, I'm just, that's it. <laughs> this, okay. This thing just lands a solid C rating. You're right. It's it, it's totally not one of my favorite episodes either. No, there's no this. This has zero rewatchability to it. I think. Especially after yesterday, the French mistake, my absolute favorite episode, to this episode being not even yeah, close. Yeah, you're right. How do they swing so wildly bef between something very interesting and, and something totally uninteresting? I have no idea. Because it's like we got it, Conworm, like. That's already a thing that's happened in sci-fi people. Mm -hmm. Hence the title of Khan Orm. <laughs> if anyone doesn't know, it's Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, is what that's referring to. Yeah, the entire movie pretty much based around the plot that, yeah, this dude's got some earbugs that puts them in and can make people go nutty and do things. Like, I don't know. It's whatever. Maybe tomorrow's episode they'll have to go and save some whales. <laughs> <laughs> I have to laugh because tomorrow's episode doesn't involve a boat. I'll give you that clue. Okay. Is there a big shark? And they run and the and the boat gets damaged and they run out of supplies in the ocean? No. Hmm. 
All right. We'll see who they rip off tomorrow. Anything else then on this episode or anything else you wanted to bring up, talk about before we sign out? No, not really, because of the fact that, yeah, we covered everything this episode. Um, we, neither one of us really liked it that much, so we'll just see what tomorrow has in store. <laughs> Sounds good. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. But just a reminder, we have a Facebook group called Armchair Hunters. There is someone outside with a leaf blower that's really loud and annoying. Uh, Armchair Hunters, come on over and say hi. Better yet, though, we got a website called coupleofidgets.com. So head on over there. You can download, stream, subscribe, and even comment on your favorite parts of our episodes. Or of Supernatural. You can tell us what you liked about it if we got it wrong. But mm -hmm. Definitely. Anything that you have to say about Supernatural, I'm going to be interested in. <laughs> Bring it. Bring it. That's all for us. We'll, well talk. Let Whoop. me talk about tomorrow's episode, season six, episode 17. Oh, yeah. It's entitled, My Heart Will Go On. Oh, this is a Titanic episode. <laughs> yes, I said it involved a boat, just didn't say which one it was. <laughs> do, do they fall in love with rich girls that don't know how to party like the poor people? It's got nothing to do with that, but it is. it does rank up there as an episode I really do enjoy. Is there, is there a lying old lady? <laughs> No, 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 not, any, not at all. All right. Our hearts will go on until we talk to you tomorrow. Everyone have a good night. Bye. Bye.